One thing I just want to say just from the top of this episode is that I have some strong opinions on shows and movies as we all do, but every now and then you catch yourself and you gotta go back and start an episode like this. Michael B. Jordan, I owe you an apology. I have been a critic of your work for a while, but what I saw recently, I am going to eat all those past words, and I got to say, with this new film, what a hell of a job you did. Today, we're talking about Creed 3. Let's talk for a minute. To start, let's look at the score first. Creed from 2015, I had originally given a 5 out of 5. Look, that movie was good. Ryan Coogler is a hell of a director. Five out of five, though, now in hindsight, is a bit much. I would give that one a four and a half out of five. And then for Creed 2, 2018, that one was definitely very entertaining. Stephen Caple Jr. as a director did a wonderful job with that. Bringing back Ivan Drago, I thought was fantastic. But still, it didn't have quite the same feel to it as Creed 1. That one is like a three and a half out of five. This one though is phenomenal. I did not expect that this movie would be on the same level as the first Creed film. Fantastic film, not really a boxing movie, a lot of different layers to it, great actors all around, and in some ways actually did things even better than those first two Creed films. The score for Creed 3, that one is a four out of five, maybe four and a half, but right now I'm gonna say at least a very solid four out of five for this movie. How did the development of Creed 3 start? Well, actually jokingly back in 2018, after Creed 2 had just come out, the idea was put forward, well, what if the son of Clubber Lang came back, Clubber Lang being the antagonist played by Mr. T in Rocky 3. Both Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone expressed interest in the idea. That could be interesting for another installment. That could be a fun idea, but I don't think it'd be as good as what they actually went with. Reportedly, what happened was producer Erwin Winkler approached Michael B. Jordan and said, you've been with this character since before 2015 when the first Creed movie came out. You know this character well, you have a breadth of experience, and this is for you to direct. I'm assuming that's what the discussion would be like because for all the criticizing that I have done about Michael B. Jordan, I can't deny the guy has a lot of experience, has been around a lot of talented people, and I'm sure he's asked questions and observed a lot of amazing filmmakers' work. Now, one thing that can't be ignored from this, though, is that it was producer Erwin Winkler who had this idea. And one thing to know with this film is that there's been a lot of tensions between the main producer, Erwin Winkler, and the star and original creator of the franchise, Sylvester Stallone. So we're going to have to come back to the whole issue with Erwin Winkler later. But it was said that Michael B. Jordan was going to be the director, and they started to move forward with developing the movie. The only thing, though, is that it would be without the involvement of Sylvester Stallone. He did receive a name credit as executive producer, but it just seems like it was for that name credit only. No other involvement in the film. Filming for the movie commenced in late January of 2022 and ended in early April of 2022. Jordan did a fantastic job as a director. I was really surprised. With this movie, it felt like Creed 1 or even Rocky 1. It's not a boxing movie. It has boxing in it, and we're going to get to some really cool stuff with the boxing in a moment, but the story, the acting, his style of directing, I can't wait to see what movies he directs next. He is very, very talented as a director, and not just as a director, as an actor too. You know, I've been critical of him, and I know people love all his work from The Wire to Fruitvale Station to Black Panther or the movie Chronicle. I just, I wasn't a fan. But with this movie, the directing and the acting too, it was a very different 
Michael B. Jordan to me. I, I don't know, some people might say, well, this was him all along. I'm going to argue and say this is basically the accumulation of everything that he has observed, everything he's participated in, and wow, this movie and this work of his, it shut me up. Cinematography is by Kramer Morgenthau. This is the same guy who has shot many episodes of Boardwalk Empire, Game of Thrones, and he also did shoot Creed 2 as well. A really interesting thing, though, is that even though I said it's not a boxing movie, when there are the boxing scenes, especially the last fight, it is really something special. Michael Jordan is known for being a fan of anime, and in this movie, he has a couple of shots which are just really cool, really creative, and it's something very unique and I don't think has been seen in a Rocky or Creed movie before. I think when you see these shots, you'll know those are the anime-inspired shots. And for the editing of the movie, it was done by Tyler Nelson. Nelson is known for being a frequent editor for David Fincher. So we're talking about movies including Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Social Network, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, House of Cards, Gone Girl, and the show Mindhunter, as well as the recent movie The Batman, and now Creed 3. Jordan was able to assemble a team of heavy hitters, pun intended. The music for the film was created by composer Joseph Shirley, and here is where I was worried. When I read that, I was concerned. I'm a big fan of the composer of Creed 1 and Creed 2, which is Ludwig Göransson. He also scored movies like Fruitvale Station. He scored Black Panther 1 and 2. He scored Tenet and The Mandalorian, that awesome soundtrack for The Mandalorian. Shirley worked under Göransson for The Mandalorian. When it came time to make the other Star Wars series on Disney Plus called The Book of Boba Fett, though, most of the music work was by Joseph Shirley. That soundtrack was not great. I was concerned for this film, so when I saw his name, I didn't know what to think. I went to see the movie and it was awesome. It definitely had the right beats for the dramatic moments. It had the fun music for the training montage moments. You know what? I'm not kidding when I say there is a track in the soundtrack called Training Montage. So that's another one that I arrived at a conclusion for way too early. The movie was written by Zach Balin, who is a screenwriter of the movie King Richard, the Williams sisters movie, and by Keenan Kugler, the brother of Ryan Kugler, the original director of Creed 1. Keenan Kugler is also known for writing Space Jam A New Legacy. Ryan Coogler also received a story by credit for this movie. Another area in particular that I want to point out with this movie is the cast. What I really liked with this film is that no character was viewed in a one-dimensional way. Even the main protagonist himself, Michael B. Jordan playing Adonis Creed, he's not made to look like a saint the whole time. You have Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson who does a great job as Bianca again, Jonathan Majors. I'm sure you've all heard all the amazing things about Jonathan Majors. This is the movie that I think really deserves that credit. I'm sorry. Sorry, Ant-Man, no, 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 this, this is the movie here. Also, Felicia Rashad as Marianne Creed, as Adonis Creed's mom, really cool what they do with her character and how it contributes to the overall story. These characters, they have depth to them, and what's really great is that's why it's not a boxing movie. There's a lot of heart to this story. There's a lot of emotional stuff to this story. And a special shout out to Myla Davis Kent playing Amara Creed, Adonis and Bianca Creed's daughter. This is a character who is deaf. I like how this this movie approaches that. They do it in a way where it is accessible. They put a lot of thought into how can they implement this character's story and how the parents are involved and just making this movie accessible to a wider audience. But now we have to get to something sad about this movie and that's what was happening in the background with the producers. Erwin Winkler and Sylvester Stallone. A lot of tension between these two people. The story goes that Winkler owns most of the rights, if not all the rights, to the Rocky and Creed franchise. Stallone has been unhappy about this and is wondering why after all these 
these years with a script that he wrote and a story he made possible that why doesn't he own more of this? He wants more involvement, more skin in the game. As a result of that, they came to an impasse and some really unfortunate Instagram posts and tweets by Mr. Stallone were posted and then removed. I'm glad, but you know, again, once it's online, it's there forever. He was not involved with the development. He was not involved with filming. It seems like he has this executive producer credit in name only, and that's really sad. He's gone on record both in print and on video and in audio saying that he will never watch Creed 3. That's really disappointing to me. And I'm glad that Jordan went ahead and made this movie because if you have the opportunity, you should take it. And I got to be honest, I'm a little disappointed in Stallone. I hope he finds his way to come back around and be part of this franchise. I'm not saying that what Mr. Winkler did was right. I don't know the full story myself, but these two producers created a very successful and amazing franchise, two franchises with Rocky and the spinoff Creed. What they did, and Stallone, coming back to him for a second, what he did made a lot possible for up and coming filmmakers. Movies like Goodwill Hunting, even Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have gone on the record saying without what Stallone did to try to be in that movie, they couldn't have been able to make, pitch, and act in their film, Goodwill Hunting. Now, even without Rocky in the movie, Creed 3 still works, but I've been a lifelong fan of the Rocky franchise and the Creed franchise, and the Rocky character should be involved. This is one thing that I am not willing to give up, and it still makes me really sad. I definitely felt the lacking of his presence in the movie, but you know what? The movie still works. I hope the situation sorts itself out and that Stallone will be involved again with whether it's Creed 4 or the expanded Creed universe. The next part that I want to touch on is the distribution of the Rocky and Creed movies. This, for the most part, has seemed pretty smooth. For most of the movies, they are made by United Artists and then they're distributed by United Artists. The one exception would be when the first Creed movie came out in 2015. It was still made by MGM, but it was distributed by Warner Brothers. After the second movie, Creed 2 came out in 2018, two years later, Amazon acquires MGM. That acquisition starts and it closes by the beginning of 2022. And here is where that Creed universe comes in. Michael B. Jordan was saying, yes, there is interest in doing a Creed 4. There's also a interest in doing spin-off movies. I told you at the beginning of this episode, there's rumors of Clubber Lang being involved. There's been stories about the Amar Creed character, Adonis and Bianca's daughter, having her own storyline. There's a lot of possibilities here. And I think that's actually really cool because this can make the story more accessible. Boxing is the setting, but I think it's going to be more about these characters, their worlds, their relationships, the challenges they're going through. The possibilities are endless. And I think that's a wonderful opportunity for different stories. And I'm very confident we're going to see those different stories and those different perspectives told in different formats too. We're going to see movies. We're going to see series. I wouldn't be surprised, especially if Michael B. Jordan has any say in this, some anime or cartoons and many other versions and many other kinds of formats that I'm sure and I would hope that Amazon's going to take advantage of. Returning to the score, Creed 3 is a solid 4 out of 5. It is definitely one of my favorite movies of 2023 so far. A very pleasant surprise. My takeaway lesson from this movie is to not make assumptions about things. Just give everyone a fair chance. You will be pleasantly surprised. I think one of the reasons why I went into this movie assuming the worst and assuming I was not going to like it was that I had this idea that I was holding on to of what the Rocky world and the Creed world should look like and nothing should deviate from it. Then I saw this movie. I did not see this direction that it was going to go in coming at all. I thought it was fantastic. I really enjoyed all the performances. I haven't talked much about Jonathan Majors, but you know what? I'm going to let the movie do the talking for that. Be sure to check this one out in the movie theaters. I know I'm going to see it in the theaters at least one more time. Thanks for listening.